Hey everyone, we've talked about the glory, the presence, the fullness of God this week. We've talked about how people began to understand it in the Old Testament. We've talked about Jesus being the fullness of it. And today, as we read Revelation 19 and 21, I hope that you will just appreciate the probably awe-inspiringness of what John is seeing. That John, having known Jesus, having understood who Jesus was, and having seen probably most of his friends and the other apostles die and to be exiled and to think, am I going to witness this? And is this something that only when I die will I witness? And yet, what is God showing him is showing him what that fullness is going to look like. And in this picture of heaven, I hope that you will just read it and be kind of amazed that John, that we could behold the glory of God in its fullness. And he sees the rejoicing of the great multitude um, that sees God's glory and understands how great it is. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Um, And that this praising our God is not something that is done in order to get God's presence, but it's something that is done because they are beholding God's presence. And what they see is not just heaven and God the Father, but the marriage lamb of the supper. And then this rider on the white horse, you know, I think is perhaps a picture that uh, God is giving to John to just bowl him over. Right, that he is uh, the words and the language that he is using. He can't even begin to. Uh, he's trying to describe this Jesus that he is seeing and all that he has done. Um, and then, if you skip to chapter twenty-one, we again understand that Jesus' high priestly prayer. That the reason he shows us his glory is that we might also understand our glory, and in that might glorify him in return. And the new heaven, the new earth to see what we really are supposed to be, to see what we really are in Christ and to see what we are really meant for and this city to live in, to dwell in, in the presence of God um, is amazing. And so I hope that you just read this um, to be blessed, to know that this identity and this uh, encountering of God that... John sees but a glimpse of and that we will increasingly understand for all eternity is given to us by grace. And I hope that, you know, you take some time to do what we sometimes forget to do, which is just to meditate on heaven and to ponder upon heaven, not just the physical blessings, although maybe that is a wonderful place to start, but to meditate on what would it mean to truly know the living eternal God, to behold him in his fullness and an infinite fullness that we will never quite grasp and yet continually grasp. And what does it mean to truly know who we are? You know, so many of us I know struggle with wondering who we are, what we will become. What would that mean to have that be gone and know that we dwell in peace, in heaven, in prosperity, in the city, increasingly, eternally, forever? And I think it's important for us to dwell upon heaven, to dwell upon the glory of God, to wonder what it means for ourselves to be glorified. Because when we see even a glimpse of that, as John does, 
how can we do anything, right, but desire it, but rejoice in knowing that we have it and live with it transforming our lives. So take some time today, dwell on heaven, dwell on the glory of God, and be glorified a bit more in ourselves in doing so.